in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Topic. That's right, it's back, Thunder! <laughs> Here from the Top Ten, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nose, and we said to ourselves, it has been far too long since we answered some questions from you guys. We've been having fun with yeah. Full Metal Bracket, but we said, let's get back to the meat and potatoes of this, the bread and butter, <laughs> yes. and start answering some damn questions because we got a backlog of questions. So we are going back to Topic Thunder, excited yeah. to answer some questions for the first time in a while. And uh, uh, the way this works is over at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the top 10 uh, with the number 10. Uh, there's an email address and people can send in uh, questions, topics, whatever they'd like us to talk about. We don't know what they are in advance. And uh, John, I believe it's your turn to start, sir. So take it away. Let's do it. All right. Uh, This one comes from Matthew Simmons. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew. He says, howdy guys. I'm not sure if you've answered this before, but I was curious at what point and why you decided to stop having guests on the show. Not to say I don't love the show as is, but some of the all time great top 10 episodes featured a guest. Marvel movies with Andrako, 70s movies with Wayne Fetterman are a couple of my favorites. Any plans to have guests in the future? Thanks for the endless supply of quality content, Matt Simmons. Yeah, Matt, Matt he brings up an interesting point. Well, we, yeah, go ahead, we, please. We had a conversation at one point and said, we're sick of bringing on people better looking than us. So that, <laughs> that narrows down the That's pool of individuals to very few. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Very, very few. Of all the guests that we have had... <laughs> They're all attractive people and be like, I don't like them. It's the first thing we look at. It's the first it thing. Is. It is. It yeah. is. We need more friends that look like Quasimodo is what we <laughs> need, that also watch movies. I would happily have them on every week and be like, look how much yeah. better we look. We pop on screen compared to Quasi over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you think the shortened is Modo? It's probably Modo. <laughs> Q. I think it's just Q. You think it's Q? Q's yeah, been tainted. Q. Yeah, you, you probably can't just go with Q anymore. You know what I, I guess. Mean? Oh, that's right. I guess you can't. Yeah. I'm curious as to what Bond is going to do. <laughs> Quasadon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yep. don't know. That's true. That's true. Q-Moto. Q-Moto uh, might work, yeah. That was point number one. Yeah. Point number two is they uh, they tend to outshine us as well. They come in with fresh they perspectives, do. good yeah. points, and be like, God, we look terrible by comparison here. Yeah, we can't hang with these people. Yeah, it's not fair. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Just self-flagellating in front of the entire world. This doesn't yeah. seem right. Uh, I don't know that there was a conscious decision. <laughs> no, it really. I think it was because of COVID and because I moved to San Diego. I think we kind of just um, settled into a pattern of us just doing the show, um, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and when we do it at a certain time every week. That being said, though, I mean, it's not a bad idea to maybe look at it. But, I mean, the shows then become like three hours. Uh, Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, and I think with Matt and I's schedule and all the stuff we've got going on separately in our own lives, the idea of bringing a guest on, though, sounds exciting. Um, The idea of doing a three, three three-and-a-half-hour show, which I think the Andrako one is like three-and-a-half hours. 
is a bit um, overwhelming to consider um, uh, for sure. I think because, so. I mean, it's not the only thing we do. Yeah, go ahead. I think Rachel's is the longest we've ever done. Oh, Cushing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did like historical epics or something mm-hmm. like that. And that yeah. was like 245, something yeah, like that. Most people don't have time at noon on a Thursday, which is when we usually record, to come and do it. It's 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 maybe something we should kind of factor into our conversations going forward if we want to maybe because obviously I have guests on all my shows when I do the StreamYard stuff, and obviously Matt and Matt's um uh we're doing this on the StreamYard, so Matt's not local uh here in San so like I can do that but so it's it's not a bad uh point you bring up matt maybe nose and i have a conversation kind of figure out you know with some yeah it's coming up if we want to bring people on it's not a bad idea I, but i think you bring up two uh, mm. salient points which is mm. the primary one is we do this on thursdays at this time yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there have been fluctuations, just given whatever our schedules. Yeah, schedules. We'll, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll let each other know in advance. Hey, can we switch this to? But it's, I'd say about forty-seven or forty-eight weeks out of the year, yeah. it is. We do it on this day at this time. Whereas when you have guests, you need to be accommodating to their schedule. Right. 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 And the more people's schedules you have to factor in, it just makes it more and more difficult. Um, yeah. Not impossible. We both right. do shows with guests. Yeah. Uh, and then two, it's. You know, we're already blowhards <laughs> and routinely like this week's show is the shortest we've done in, I'd say, a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, true. Very it's true. Minutes. And it's mm. the shortest we've done in a month and a half. Yeah. They've been averaging out to like a buck 45 to a buck 50. Yeah. And you put in somebody else's opinions in there. Well, that's going to be at least another 45 minutes, which there's nothing wrong with that. But that's that's a lot of time, A, for us to record, but B, for you to listen. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people are making it through all the way to the end of a two hour and 45 minute show. Yeah. That's the question. Like if we like, cause with cinephiles, we've kind of started doing parts. So we do two part episodes. So halfway through the movie, we'll stop. And then next week is part two. I don't think people would put up with that in a top 10 show. Yeah, no. Stop at five. And then you'd release part two next week to finish. Yeah. Out. You need the finality. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the finality of it. Like I tuned in for a top 10. Right. Right. Um, Maybe, maybe on a show where like there's only 10 to 11 films that the person has done or that this subject matter covers, it could be fun because then we're all like having the same number or having the same films pretty much. mm -hmm. And that could make it go quicker. But that being said, yeah, what Matt says is great. Plus, I mean, like to be honest, because we're not a dishonest show. The Patreon has gone down. People aren't supporting it as strongly as they did in the past. And I think if people started supporting it at higher numbers, if the money started coming into higher things, that could be tempting to encourage guests to come on. Maybe we could pay them a little bit, whatever, and they could work it within their schedule to come on when we usually record. So I think that's the thing is like, yeah, it was great having guests and it was awesome. And at the time we were riding high. And obviously, I lived in L.A., so it was much easier to schedule. Matt, Matt could be a little more flexible. I could be more flexible. And so we were able to bring guests on at different times. Like, I remember we recorded the Andreco one at my apartment in, in West Hollywood at the time at night. We did it at night. Dro- Matt yeah. drove in. And so that that isn't the same kind of situation that we have now. And, yes, you could argue, like, well, you can pop up anytime when you're online. But it's not the same because we've we're, we've just gotten more busier in our lives, and so 
it just makes it harder to schedule that. Like every night, I almost every night I have screenings um, or stuff I need to watch in order to review or talk about uh, because more people are reaching out to ask me to do that. So it's it's a lot of pressure. And so then that that would be time we could probably record with guests who are working in the daytime mm-hmm. um, and schedule. Because I mean, I go through this with Michael and Shannon all the time with Geek Buddies. I have to I have to work through their schedules, which are just as weird and fluctuating as mine. Or with Laura Kelly, who has a set time, but she cannot record after, until after a certain time. And so those things you have to kind of navigate. So um, I think that's that's as honest as as they, at least from my end that I can be. If the if the Patreon was to go back up again to where it was before, then I think Matt and I would feel much more relaxed to like be a little more malleable and figure things out and be, get guests on. I could drive up to LA or whatever to do it in person. Uh, we could we could rent a studio or whatever because th- those are the possibilities. But unfortunately, that's that's not the case. Um, and until it becomes the case, I think it makes it a little bit oops, a little bit harder to to book guests and make it. Uh, what is it? Make it. Um, I don't know. What is it? Make it. Make it make sense that we should do a three-hour or three and a half-hour show. I guess. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, just uh, that length. Length, mm-hmm. rather. I just don't see anybody listening. I mean, we will still have our listeners, but if you're staring at, holy shit, that's three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it'll take you days to get through. Yeah. Uh. Not against it. Yeah, yeah, it's totally possible. Sure, uh, sure. But it wasn't a conscious decision. It's just kind of we fell in the routine of, hey, see Thursday. This is what we're gonna do. Okay, yep. and then don't even think about getting a guest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just so, because it's the routine at this point. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Nothing against the guests. Not at all. People we do prettier. need uglier friends. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's all I want. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. But thank well, you, Matthew Simmons. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, what's our the next one? Next one comes to us from Maurice Robinson. Ooh. He says, "Hey, John and Matt, I hope this finds you well. I have another simple blue collar question for you. What okay. celebrity would you like to have on? Wow, as a guest of the show? Oh, got a theme any going. celebrity you'd like? Also." Just because I like drama and comedy, I think the list should be of an actor or director that the celebrity guest hates. So who would the top 10 uh, list be of as well? I'm thinking Vin Diesel does the top 10 Dwayne, the Rock Johnson (laughs) movies. (laughs) Loving all the content the show is putting out. P.S. I am drafting a proposal for my household CFO to allow me uh, to up my Patreon tier so I can watch the video format of Topic Thunder. L L T T T S. I don't know what that is either. Long live the top 10 show. Gosh, darn it. That's good. That is good. Yo, Um, yo, you are good. Yeah. And you pulled that acronym out uh, pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. So we go from one guest question to another, but what celebrity guest would you want to have on? And if you could create some conflict for them, this is actually fun. Um, I would have uh, Chris Rock on to do the top 10 Will Smith films. Will Smith, sure. <laughs> Why not? I think that's the number one thing. I think that's the number one thing. Oh, man. Um, yeah, now I'm trying to rack my brain of who has public feuds. 
And then who has enough movies? Okay, what about uh, Martin Scorsese and we do comic book movies? But yeah, or Marvel movies, specifically Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Either or, I'd be like, Marty, you got to give us your 10. And if you tell me you don't have ten, I'm telling you tough shit. You got to go watch ten movies. We're gonna we're gonna make you watch New York, New York, and try to explain to us why you made that movie. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see who else. Who, who else, else can we got? How about we get Matthew Perry to come on and do the top ten Keanu Reeves films? Sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Comments. <laughs> Feige to do his top ten DC movies. Oh my God. I think he'd actually love to do that. Too. I think he would too. He's a comic yeah. book dude. I was just trying to because of the uh, Jimmy Gunn split over yeah. to DC, and now the I don't think there's actual animosity. Although I do right. like his quote of "He still has work to do for us before he takes over over there." Yeah, but he's well aware. <laughs> You're like, yep. I don't think the John. I think it would be much more enjoyable if we had Dwayne Johnson come on to do the top ten Vin Diesel films. Not the other way around. Because I don't think Vin Diesel would actually be... No, I think Vin Diesel would be boring. Yeah, I think he'd be boring. I don't think he'd be that funny. I think The Rock, who is just... Has a history of being able to throw shade during promos of the WWE or outside in Hollywood, would be great to have to talk talk the top 10. Did you know... um, Vin Diesel films, yeah. uh, I heard this story about Conan where he had... uh, a writer go off and then start writing for WWE. Oh, when he was in New York doing his show there at 30 rock. Okay. Um, which I, I, is not uncommon. WWE, I know has approached at least one other comic oh, yeah. that I know to come yeah. write for him. They like people who are outside the business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know until this was like 10 years ago. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got an offer to job at WWE, but I have to move from LA to Connecticut. And he didn't yeah, you have move. to come to Stanford. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And he's like, I don't want to move to Connecticut. It's like, oh, that's understandable. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Conan in the office, when as told by Conan, yeah, when he would go into the writer's room and just you know start breaking balls, and one of his favorite stupid catchphrases, and he was more than admitting of it, saying, "This is dumb," and I knew it was dumb, and I liked it because it was so dumb, and the everybody else enjoyed it because it was so stupid. Right. When he didn't like an idea that somebody had, he's like, yeah, why don't you go get a glass of shut up juice? (laughs) Just stupid. Just like a child, but a child doesn't know how to insult people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the writer then (laughs) went over to WWE and he contacts Conan. He's like, hey, this Sunday or whatever, tune in and watch. Yeah. And The Rock drops that as a cut down on somebody and just tell him, go get a glass of shut up juice. And then apparently later that week, people showed up to the next live event and they had made signs about shut up juice. <laughs> and Conan was like, this was awesome. You know, some stupid thing that I said. And now the rock is using it as a cut down <laughs> and people embraced it. I, I, he clearly didn't use it for that long. Yeah. 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 It's such a stupid, it's such a stupid line. <laughs> yeah. But at the time it was, it worked with the attitude era. Well, yeah. The rock is just the charisma. Yeah. You could just say whatever you wanted. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, but I agree with you. I would infinitely rather have the rock. Cause all Vin is going to do is talk about, Oh, well, my little brother had he. Yeah. <laughs> learned the acting chops. He would have done this. You're like, dude, shut the fuck up. I, I also think the, the rock is the kind of genuine guy who would actually admit if Vin was good in a movie. Sure. 
I think he I think he he bust balls if Vin wasn't that great. And he might even put like the pacifier on there or something just to take digs at Vin. But I think he'd actually be honest with the list by the end and have like the top five be legitimately good performances by Vin. Uh, he might take st- still take shots, but he'd actually give him his flowers, which I think would be the difference here. He's got that kind of energy. Yeah, he does. That he would do that. He does, but um, he would be a much, a much better guest in my opinion. Oh yeah, having never met either man, but <laughs> well, I have. Um, Chelsea Handler would be funny to have on to do the top ten Angelina Jolie movies. I think that would be fun. She fucking hates oh, they... Jolie. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've met her. You've met Chelsea or Jolie? Uh, Chelsea. Okay. All right. She's all right. Okay. I mean, it was years ago. It was like uh, right before she blew up. Mm-hmm. She was mm. nice enough. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know that I need to hang out with her again. I spent okay. a. Wow, there's a lot going on. Uh, what just you're not saying. Okay, not really. It's just uh, uh, she came down and did the the store, and I was a door yeah. guy and whatnot, and hung out and talked and whatever else. But I wasn't so mesmerized that I'm like, you know what? I want to spend two hours talking to you nonstop. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, if we're saying celebrity, she's not a celebrity to me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she is to she everybody is totally else. A celebrity. She's yeah. a huge celebrity. Chelsea is, yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, no, I remember you as that. I saw you before you blew up. You're not really a celebrity to me. Right. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know that they had a feud. Oh yeah. For ever since the Aniston stuff. Cause she's a big, Anna, she's a, a friend of Aniston. And so for her, she has been on team Jolie from the or team Aniston from the beginning, claiming that Jolie like cheated on Jennifer Aniston with Brad Pitt and stole him essentially from Jennifer Aniston, even though she claims that she had nothing to do with it. She doesn't believe her. So um, why that, why should she, why should she? Yeah, right, exactly. It's Hollywood. It's, yeah, I mean, sadly, it's a tale as old as time in Hollywood. Yeah, true, very true. Uh, you know, fuck. Jim Carrey made a career of for a while. He just ended up dating his leading counterpart right. with Renee Zellweger and yeah, other people. And yeah. uh, what Lauren Holly? Oh yeah, and, Lauren Holly. Right, that's right. So I think there was another one in there too. I'm just like, all right. Seemed what like the world's the highest paid theater actor at this point. <laughs> just sleeping with your co-star over and over again, but you know, teach their own. You know, it'd be great if we get Kanye to come do the top 10 Taylor Swift songs. That would be fucking great. Kind of go outside of movies. Kanye to do his top 10 favorite South Park episodes. No. <laughs> yeah. Top ten uh, Kanye's top ten Jewish authors. Oh, hell. <laughs> top ten, yeah, there's a lot to do with Kanye. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot to do. But I don't think uh, he would recognize our lists as being valid because he didn't write them. That's right. That's right. So yeah. why is he even compare? Why are we comparing our lists to his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm uh, looking through some celebrity feuds, trying to find some of these where it would make sense uh, to bring them on to talk about films, you know. James Corden to talk about his favorite Patrick Stewart films? <laughs> Can't, yeah. He's got to have more than one feud. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Corden? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Well, I'm just saying of, of somebody that's been in film to where you could do their top 10, there's got to be others. That's the only one I can think of. What about Shonda Rhimes to do the top 10 Catherine Heigl movies? I, I think, think she I would say there aren't 10 and we need to move on. <laughs> Which would be the point, would be the great point of it all. Uh, 
I don't know. What else? How about George Takai to come on to the top 10 Star Trek? Shatner? Up? Yeah, it was Shatner. <laughs> Do his favorite Shatner movies? Or Cottrell. We need Kim Cottrell to come on to the top Do 10 Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker oh, come on. That's, That's a good one. That exactly. To have to hear her praise Sarah Jessica Parker. Because <laughs> I think Sarah could do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Because she seems very much the good politician. Yeah. And I don't think Kim would be able to bite her tongue for a full for a full show. Once again, oh. never met any of these people. No, no. We're just having fun. Yeah. Busting yeah. balls. I don't know if she could or couldn't. Don't know if the animosity is real or not. Seems like it's real. <laughs> yeah. Seems like it's real. Uh, who else? There's other, there's got to be a, a whole. I mean, there are definitely a whole slew of others. Oh yeah, I just went through like three lists here. But... Yeah, now I'm just stalling in my head trying to think of who those others are. Do you want another one? I don't know. Do you got you got any other juicy good ones? Most of them involve Fifty Cent. I didn't know Fifty Cent had so many views with me. Dude, him and Mayweather, so good. Do you ever see they where he hate each other, dude? Where he yeah. publicly said, "I'll donate." I think it was a half a million dollars. Danny Charity, you want if you show up here and read a page of this book. <laughs> Because he claims he's illiterate and Mayweather wouldn't do it. I can't remember what the book was. It was like Harry Potter or something. Just show up and read a page. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. He was going to oh, donate a half a million great. dollars. That is great. That one was, I remember when that, that <laughs> dusted up and I don't follow either of those two, but it was, it was around like the Mayweather McGregor era, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Where they were fighting, or maybe it was like the last Mayweather Pacquiao, but somewhere in that mix. Ugh. But see, there's nothing to do with it. There's no, nothing movie related to do with that. No. That 50 doesn't good. have 10 movies. No, no. <laughs> yeah. He's no. tried. I don't think he's actually gotten to 10. I'd have to look at his filmography. I don't think he's gotten to 10 actual movies. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, apparently, Henry Winkler and Tom Hanks have a little. A little, oh, yeah, uh, I'd heard about that. What does that stem from? He was on Watch What Happens Live and he was asked why he didn't get along with Tom Hanks on the I set of now. Yeah. Turner and Hooch. And he said, I was directing that movie for 30 days and then I was called mm -hmm. into producer Katzenberg's office and he said, You have everything with you, go home. Winkler did, however, seem to get along with the Hanks four legged co star. I got along great with that dog. I love that dog. So having Winkler come in and do the top 10 Tom Hanks movies, that could be. That could be real interesting because everybody yeah, thinks Henry was the nicest guy, and you wonder what would he struggle with. You know? Yeah, but the problem is all the others. I would kind of relish them talking shit. Henry, I don't want to see it. You know, <laughs> you because don't see him, this guys talking shit. Okay. Well, because no, yeah, him and Hanks, but him especially, he's been the de facto yeah. nicest guy in Hollywood for fifty years. Yeah, yeah, true, very true, very true. Yeah. Whereas the, the the Hanks one is such an anomaly and yeah, yeah, yeah. for Hanks to have that, but I'm more believing that Hanks would have that over Winkler. So to right. actually hear some vitriol come out of Winkler's mouth, I would be, I don't know. I would be kind of sad. What about Elton John to do the top 10 Madonna movies? God, that'd be such a good show, dude. She doesn't have 10. She doesn't have 10, but he would, we would have to like, Oh, it'd be so good. He'd be so good. Top five. Through the whole thing. Yeah, top oh, five. We'll do the first ever top five show. Yeah. On the top ten. That's the type of yeah, I'm in for that. I am yeah. in for that. Yeah. Just because he will, yeah, not hold back. He <laughs> definitely has opinions about Madonna. <laughs> as we all kind of do. As we do, yes. Is anybody who's been that famous for that long, you tend to have some sort of opinion, <laughs> whether positive or negative. 
She's British by way of Michigan. Yeah, yep. absolutely. <laughs> Precisely. There oh, was some oh. quote there from Guy Ritchie like well, last week or two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It was unflattering about. Uh, about Madonna. Uh, yeah, about yeah. basically like what it was like to sleep next to. It was a, it was a very sleeping next to a sinewy piece of meat type of uh, quote. And I was <laughs> oh, like, my oh, my God. God. Wow. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah, it was it was not Literally. flattering. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Oof. Um, Mariah Carey and J-Lo. Having Mariah Carey on to do the top 10 J-Lo movies, that would be awesome. Because Mariah said, like, when they asked her about Jennifer Lopez, she said, oh, I don't know her. <laughs> well, J-Lo and J-Lo's another one with South Park you could do. Oh, yeah, you could do South Park with J-Lo for sure. Yeah, so those yeah. are some of the ones. Um, either, I mean... Maybe it's uh, a good one, Maurice. Listen, and you should yeah. talk to the CFO because trust me, this was even better on video. Yeah. Maybe Florence Pugh doing the top 10 Olivia Wilde movies. That could be good. I could I'd really see good. A, lot, a lot of that cast. I would like to hear their opinions, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah. Without, Chris, uh, our, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chris Pine. Oh. Let's uh, have him do. Please. Well, he's been so reserved, but you yeah. know, he's just. Please. Pine knows what went down. Pine knows what went Precisely. down. Um, Precisely. Plus, um, you know, Harry, how dare you spit on one of America's national treasures? I mean, for the love of God, have some self For the love of God. It's it's not rough enough that this guy somehow keeps picking bad project after bad project. Now you got to spit <laughs> on him. That's the worst, man. I want nothing more than Pine to succeed. Seems like yeah. a good dude. Yeah. I always like what he brings to a character he Me picks too. some of the worst movies to do. Yeah. That wrong. new Dungeons and Dragons. Oof. Oh, that's my a, God. That's a bad situation. That trailer is... It was, uh, I, I specifically watched it going, come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. Yeah. Come and on, watch Chris. It And I was like, hey, not so much, Chris. Why did you sign on for this? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Come on, Chris. Fucking another swing and miss again. This does not... Yeah. This looks terrible. As much as... Yeah, I brought it up on Tuesday, the John Wick 4. I was like, eh. Yeah. But I can see where, listen, the trailer didn't do this scene justice or whatever. This whole the camel thing ends up in this big spectacle and whatever yeah. else. They end up in the, like, a where they do in Last Crusade, where they go to Petra mm. Jordan, but the car, like, they end up in some huge scene like that. And, like, yeah. Whereas the Dungeons and Dragons just, I don't know, it looks like every cliche bad yeah. version of those except now they've got more cgi budget Oof. Yeah. yeah damn it chris come on man yeah it's weird because i mean I, I thought it was damn good and don't worry darling which is out on hbo max right now i mean uh, he was good in it uh, florence Pugh was good in it olivia wilde was even good in it but the film itself does kind of fall apart there near the end and what's his face harry styles it's okay in that film. It's not great in that film. Way to be generous. Way to be generous. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I am feeling this emotion right now. That's yeah. a that's not acting. You know, if you've got to give something levels, you've got to give some believability to it. And with the screening I went to, people started laughing when he showed up as that uh, other side of himself at near the end of the movie. And you're just like, yeah, that's not what. That's not the response you want when that situation happens. So. 
Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. He's it, it's weird the choices he makes. I mean, I thought he was damn good in the in the um Brana version of uh, the Jack Ryan stuff, the Shadow Recruit. I thought he was actually good in that, even though the film itself maybe wasn't that great. He was good at it. I've never seen. Yeah, but him that's the problem. The, the bad performance. Yeah, there's certain expectations when you make that type of film. Yeah, yeah. And when it doesn't meet, be one thing if it's a really good movie that nobody saw, but when yeah, it's an, sure. an average at best that nobody saw, that's yeah. a killer. Yeah, you're right. And he's got so many of those that yeah, I don't know God. how many more bites at the apple you're going to get at this point. I didn't see the contractor, but a lot of people said they liked it. I haven't seen it. Which um, one was that one? That was the like the follow up to the one that Ben Affleck did. Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. oh, no, this, yeah, no, the, I'm sorry. This is a different one. Is a discharged U.S. Special Forces sergeant risks everything for his family when he joins a private contracting organization like him and Ben Foster in this thing. Um, oh, Jillian Jacobs community, huh? Say it again. Said they teamed back up. I mean, hell or high water, right? Hell or high water guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a part of this. So, and uh, Tariq Saleh directed this, who did um, nothing that I know. So, but yeah, it's weird. I don't yeah. know. He had He's that one with Tandy Newton that was pretty good, but nobody saw it. Oh, all the old knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever the hell it was called. I watched it during the pandemic. The Outlaw King. I thought he was good in Outlaw King. Yeah, but so, then the King came out not too long yeah. after that and just blew it out of the water. Just stamped on it. I know. thought he was good in it. I thought the movie was fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, actually we, been in way less than you think. So, yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about bringing back Star Trek. Yeah. And potentially he's Kirk again. Just switch up. Yeah. I hope. I like him as Kirk. I do. I like him as Kirk as well. I really do. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. For fuck's sake, you're right. Like, find yourself into that franchise. Get into the Marvel franchise, for God's sakes. Well, he's DC, so... Although that hasn't stopped other people from going back and forth, but... Yeah. I think DC would fight and try and keep him in. But he's dead. Twice. Is he, though? He's already Twice come back over. to life once. Oh, my God. They can't bring him back in three. They can't. Of course they, they can. Back, oh, my God. That would just be stupid. Of course they can Phenomenally stupid. Do you think Momoa is going to get his chance to play Lobo? Because I don't know how the fuck you play Aquaman and Lobo. Whoever's creating that is out of their fucking mind. He's not going to do both. You can't. No, he can't. You can't. There's no way. It's one thing when when, uh, Chris Evans leaves a defunct Fantastic Four franchise and then becomes Captain America. It's like, well, they're they're not making any more of those words. Aquaman's not going away. That wasn't even under the MCU, which yeah, means no. he could have made the jump. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Aquaman's not going away. And there's no way he's playing Lobo because it'd be different if he was playing a side character. Like Gemma Chan was a side character in Eternals. Not Eternals, sorry, in um, oh, Captain Marvel. And so she can come back and play a main character in sure. Eternals. Momoa is playing a main character in the MCU or in the DC a marquee universe. character. So yeah, right, marquee character. Fair enough. So she, he's not going to go off and play Lobo now. That makes yeah zero just, to no sense. It doesn't because then eventually Lobo would have to come into contact with yes. Aquaman at some point with DC. And yeah. What do you? How are you going to pull this off? He's going to fight the just Lobo fights the Justice League in in the comics. So there's yeah. no way he wouldn't come in contact with him at some point if you. If you can, if James Gunn is able to pull all this off uh, with Peter Safran, then yeah, there's no way that wouldn't happen. So yeah, he's not going to play level. It's 
got to be somebody else. I don't know who started that nonsense, but it's never going to fucking happen. As long as he's Aquaman, it's never going to happen. And if I'm Petey Saffron's PR people. Oh, Petey. Okay, yes. Go ahead. We should we should work on the promo shot that you're sending out for a lot of these releases. <laughs> now you're getting catty. Getting... It's not even catty. It's like, dude, your hair. This is what a $1,000 haircut gets you? Wow. Wow. Uh, just like a lot of split ends. And it's like, come on, man. Uh, you can do better than that. I don't understand. I think we've come to the end of our show. <laughs> just, just saying, there are better photos. Look, Brian Grazer has survived in Hollywood for years with whatever's going on on top of his head. So, you know, I think that. Yeah, but happen. every one of those hairs was put in place. You know what I mean? In Grazer's head? Yeah, there's a lot of product and whatnot. And yeah. Peter's, yeah. it's odd, and it's just like, there's like frizz coming out at certain points. He's like, um, you, he knew he was going to be in public this day, well, right? It hasn't affected his success. So clearly why would he change? It? I just feel like quite possibly. I just, yeah. I, the pictures, they, cause I didn't know the man clearly. <laughs> yeah. Then they saw the pictures with, cause it was always him side by side with gun. Yeah. And gun gun makes choices with his hair, but it's just like, yeah, that's a purposeful choice. Whereas yeah. yours is, it's like half a choice and half like, man, I don't give a fuck. And you're yeah. like, hey, you're kind of running the show now. It seems an odd choice from the outside looking in. You know what? We should get Terrence Howard to do the top 10 Robert Downey Jr. films. I think that would be perfect. Actually, I just like to hear him break down his new math. I still haven't gotten that treatise that he was supposed to give the world at some point. You think one plus one equals two, but it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you What do you got? New Archimedes. What? uh Give it to me. What's uh, what did Pythagoras get wrong? I'd love to fucking hear it, man. Oh, great! Oh, great mathematician. Yeah. Dr. Oh, I got Dr. these Dr. new maths. Fine. Fuck. <laughs> love to hear it, buddy. I'm all ears. So his oh, top man. ten new favorite math theorems. I'm in. <laughs> all right, we should go. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us here. On uh, Topic Thunder, we appreciate it madly. Thanks for sending in your uh, questions, thoughts, and comments. Keep sending them in. I mean, send the brackets in for sure, but we are definitely going to you know, make it more of a point to do uh, these Topic Thunders. Uh, so please send in your questions, thoughts, and comments. At the, Everybody at the $5 and above level gets to send them in. So uh, if you've been hesitating about being a patron, hesitate no longer. Send in your Join at $5 and above and send in your questions, thoughts, and comments. We get to all of them. So just letting you know. Um, all right, Matt. Anything else we need to say? Tell them. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow the show at Top Ten Show, all spelled out. And on YouTube and Instagram, it's forward slash The Top Ten Podcast with the number ten. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. You can follow me at The Roca Says. All right, y'all take care of yourselves. Be well. We'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.